0: For tomorrow's news today, you're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. We're so glad you're here with us today. It's and you picked the perfect moment to tune in. What a privilege to come together and hear from heaven. You know, there's so much going on in the world today, and uh, God has so much to say about what's going on. He wants you to have His perspective. And not be fooled uh, by the the empty threats of the world, uh, the enemy's going to try to bring fear, intimidation, uh, provocation, uh, but listen, God has a plan for his people, and he wants to release that uh, that intelligence, military intelligence out on the battlefield, and he does that uh, through the voice of his prophets and it's a privilege. To come together and hear from heaven together. And I want to thank you for tuning into this broadcast today. You know, I always endeavor to bring a fresh light from heaven, a fresh revelation to stir your faith and cause you to trust the Lord. God always has something fresh and something encouraging to say. He always speaks words of hope and words of life and words of light. God always shines his light and releases prophetic utterance to help guide us through every season of our lives. He is the Father of Light. Even in these challenging moments, when it seems like darkness can be all around us at times, He is the Father of Light, and He's in us, and we are in Him. And, uh, you know, we get the opportunity to shine His bright light uh, into this dark world and show people the way of the Lord. You can be certain of this, what God said will come to pass. Amen. Keep the faith. Let me say America shall be saved. Let me be very clear about this. America shall be saved and America the beautiful, listen to me, shall be one. O-N-E. One. United we stand. United again as the United States of America. Don't believe anything different. Don't accept less than, than 100% from God. Amen. God is shedding his grace again upon this nation from sea to shining sea. Amen. And God has spoken these things, <clears throat> and God is going to cause it to happen. America shall be unified. America shall be one, O-N-E. You know, there was an old song Uh, It's been in my head all week long uh, that a, uh, actually a friend of mine now uh, did uh, some years ago in the 80s called One by One, Milo Lefevre, One by One, W-O-N-1 by O-N-E-1, and uh, what a great song that was, but it's been in my head uh, all week, and you know, oftentimes that's Kind of one of the ways that God speaks to me, a, a, just a constant uh, song that continues to say the same lyric over and over. And I believe what God is saying is America shall be saved, America shall be united, the United States of America again, and we shall be one by one. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> We're going to talk more about that in this broadcast Uh, God has much to say about this nation, Uh, but I want to welcome you to Speak Life. You know, we want to encourage you and give you spiritual nourishment for your spirit man. You know, the Bible says you have to uh, be strengthened uh, by God in your inner man, uh, your spirit man. And I believe uh, that's the purpose of this broadcast. Uh, to strengthen God's people, and to help you to have heaven's perspective, to have heaven's insight. Uh, and I believe w- w- as a nation uh, and as the body of Christ, we are at a turning point, uh, a point of turning in every area, a turning point. Uh, and this will be, listen to what the Lord told me, a no-bummer summer. A no-bummer summer. It's going to be a summer of recovery, a summer of restoration, and it's not over for you. It's not over for this nation. Amen. What God has said shall come to pass. Amen. Everyone is in a major transition, another major transition, I should say, and we're shifting to a higher place in the Lord. Well, Brother Marty, how many shifts are there? How many transitions are there? Well, I believe we're going to continue to shift and and go through transition multiple times over and over and over again until we come to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. And we will continue to shift and and shift higher and gain more ground in the Spirit season after season after season. Uh, But let me just remind you, as we're shifting higher when you're at the finish line of the last season you're at the starting line of the new season amen the the finish line of the last season is also the starting line of the new season and the enemy always comes to you at the at the uh finish line and at the starting line uh to line up every obstacle every challenge Uh, He can to try to get you to give up. He fires every cannon. He empties every spiritual bullet in his magazine uh, to try to discourage you, to try to take you out, and to try to keep you from God's best for your life. And today I have a great word of encouragement for you. It's not over. Amen. It's not over. We've got to keep the faith. God wants you to keep the faith. Don't give your faith away. Don't give up on your faith. Keep the faith. Amen. You're going to be one by one. Amen. Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, how he went through so many different challenges, but he kept the faith. Uh, He summarized it by saying, we must remember to crucify our flesh every day. Daily dying to the flesh, daily crucifying our flesh. And then in verse 16 through 18, uh, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. In other words, it's it's very difficult on our flesh to grow (coughs) spiritually. It says, Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day, for our light affliction, notice how he says that. We're talking about the guy that was shipwrecked. He's been uh, beat to, uh, to death with clubs. He's been stoned to death several times. He uh, was crucified uh, uh, and left for dead multiple times. Uh, he was uh, four times uh, went through the same uh, 39 stripes that Christ went through. Uh, and he says, our light affliction is but for a moment, Uh, but it is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. That's such a powerful word, Uh, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You know, I can tell you year after year, In our making process, you know, Apostle Paul also said, I was made a minister of the gospel. You know, nowadays people don't want to be made to do anything, Uh, but there is a making process. If you have a call of God on your life, you're going to go through a making process. And Apostle Paul was made a minister. But in our making process, as we were growing in Christ, and as we were, and we're always growing in Christ, but I mean in our early years, Uh, You know, Pastor Tracy and I, she would encourage me by saying these scriptures to me. You know, the things which we are seeing right now are temporary. We can do anything temporarily. We can make it through this because this is temporary. God has something bigger on the other side of this. God has something stronger for us on the other side of this. And, uh, you know, I just want to encourage you. It's temporary. This too shall pass. Pass. Amen. So let me encourage you today and let me remind you of the vision that God gave me before uh, all this stuff began, before COVID, uh, before the lockdowns, before the masks, uh, before the political upheavals, uh, before all that stuff. God spoke to me prior to all of this uh, about a coming chaos. And uh, just as it was In the time of the formation of the earth, everything was without form and chaotic. That's what those words mean in uh, Genesis chapter 1. The earth was without form and void. It means it was chaotic and tumultuous. And I prophesied as the Lord was speaking this to me that we would see chaos and things would look tumultuous for a brief time. And just like in the beginning, When the Holy Spirit hovered over the the face of the deep, uh, he said, light, let there be light. And when he said, let there be light, the Holy Spirit began bringing order and alignment for proper formation according to the mind of God. And that's how it was in the formation of everything we know. Uh, And so now God is speaking light again, and this is a reformation, a reformation, a reforming of the nations of the earth, a reforming of this nation, a realigning of nations. Uh, uh, You know, Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He is the the stone that the builders rejected, and you can see that in in uh, in, in the political, you can see it in the uh, entertainment uh, mountain, you can see it in uh, the business mountain, you can see it in the education mountain, you can see it in all seven mountains uh, of influence in the earth. They're rejecting Christ, Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. But the stone which the builders rejected, has become the chief cornerstone. And so what's happening right now uh, is very prophetic. God is showing the church everything is going to be lined up to Christ. Everything is going to be lined up to the chief cornerstone. And so it may look like chaos. It may look like uh, a tumult for a little while, Uh, but that was just like it was in the formation. It will be in the reformation, the reformation. And that's what's happening, a reformation. Not just a revival, not just an awakening, but a reformation. God also reminded me of, of his answering of our prayers. And we have prayed uh, fervently. Uh, yesterday was the National Day of Prayer. And uh, millions upon millions upon millions of uh, Christian believers throughout the earth especially in America the Beautiful, we're praying, uh, and praying 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, If my people who are called by my name, you know the scripture, if we'll call out to God, we'll truly repent and truly pray from our hearts. Uh, uh, God will hear from heaven and heal our land. And listen, this is God hearing from heaven and healing our land. God is turning everything around right now. That's what reformation is all about. In Ephesians chapter 4, it says Christ Jesus gave some to be apostles. He gave some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers. Why? Why does it say he gave that? For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or the building up like an edifice or a building of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, uh, to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And so the five-fold ministry still has a lot of work to do. Some people say, are these the last days? Yeah, I believe we're in the last moments of the last days, uh, but we still have a long ways to go in equipping uh, the saints for the work of the ministry, uh, uh, edifying the body of Christ, doing all the work that we need to do to bring unity, uh, to get everybody to have the revelation knowledge of the Son of God uh, that would grow up to a perfect man, to the measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ. And so why do I say that? Because the word equipping in there, for the equipping of the saints, he gave the first thing he says, and there, there's a, a, a biblical law of interpretation called the law of first mention. And here's what he first mentions about the fivefold ministry, equipping the saints. And so that's very important that we understand what the word equipping means. This is not the teaching, by the way. I'm just welcoming you to the show and encouraging you uh, with the word of the Lord for what's happening today. The word equipping in the Greek is the word katartismos. And uh, katartismos, we get our word chiropractic from that word katartismos. And it means the realigning, like the realigning of a spine or the resetting of a broken bone. So listen, if your spine is far enough out of alignment... You can be paralyzed in most of your body and lose many functions of your body. And so the fivefold ministry comes to adjust life uh, and continues to adjust life and bring it back into alignment, which is what we see happening right now. Uh, so you can do what you're supposed to be doing, be who you're supposed to be, instead of being sidelined and dysfunctional which the church has been for a long time. It also means the resetting of a broken bone, which is very interesting because that means it was once broken and it healed the wrong way. It's the resetting of a broken bone. Resetting. Uh, And so the bone uh, broke once, healed the wrong way, and now it needs to be reset. And many people have been mishandled by the church. Many people in church had been mishandled by the church, uh, where there should have been healing ministered to them, and they healed wrong. And when a bone has healed wrong, it has to be broken again and reset properly. This is what that word uh, catartismos, means. That's why sometimes uh, the healing of an issue can become more painful at times than the original hurt itself. And so we see that happening in our nation and in the nations of the earth. God is healing the nations where God is equipping the saints. Amen. Let me remind you, the only authorized agent of God to bring healing to the nations is the church, and the church is being healed, uh, and the church, the ecclesia, is arising And the gates of hell cannot and will not prevail against us amen and so we're seeing a reformation a ref, a reformation a an awakening a revival and god is at work moving in the earth through his church and with his church and that's why we've been going through much of what we've been going through and i hope that made sense uh, to most of you in other words it always looks difficult right bo- right before things get better You know the old saying is it's darkest right before the dawn. I I think I may have shared this last week, Uh, but you know we we have the the dawning of a new day at midnight uh, in America, uh, and so or in the in the West. Uh, In Israel, the the new day begins somewhere around six o'clock at night, five thirty at night, when they can see two stars in the sky. And so that is the new day. And so what happens is immediately it gets dark and then it gets light. And so it's always dark before it gets light. It is a prophetic statement. Uh, In the beginning, uh, God did all these things and it was the, the evening and the morning were the first day. The evening and the morning were the second day. The evening and the morning were the third day. And all the way through the sixth day and on the seventh day he rested. But each time it says the evening first. And so everything in the kingdom of God goes from darkness to light. And if you'll have prophetic insight, you can look at what's going on around you and recognize it always looks difficult right before it gets better. It always looks that way. The devil always pitched a fit and screamed and, and uh, shouted and did all these things just as he was being cast out. <laughs> in Jesus's ministry, right? And so remember when they received their deliverance from Pharaoh, he demanded more bricks with less straw. That meant much harder labor. Uh, Labor pangs always come before the delivery of the baby. You know, a pang, by the way, P-A-N-G, labor pangs. Uh, A labor pang or a pang is a sudden sharp pain with sharp emotions, as in a labor pang. And so that's what we're seeing right now. And the nation is going through a rebirthing. Listen to me, don't get bitter and wrestle with God as we're going through these things. When you wrestle with the Lord, He always wins. And some people want to take their experience and their hurts and attack the word of truth with their hurts and experience. Let me remind you, the word of truth is supposed to change us from the inside out. That's katartismos, and it's not the other way around. The Bible says no scripture uh, is subject to your private interpretation or based upon your personal experiences. <clears throat> if something's not working, it's not God's word that's out of order. It's our flesh that needs to be crucified and come into alignment with God's word, right? We either fall upon the rock or br- and break, or the rock falls upon us and crushes us to find powder. So God is resetting broken bones that have healed the wrong way and realigning the backbone of the church. And let me encourage you today to repent. Repentance is not a bad thing. It's not a bad word. It means to turn around and turn away from old habits and old ways, uh, especially at the turning point. It means to to go back. Re means to go back. And the word pent, uh, we get our word penthouse uh, from the same root word. Repent means to go back to the top of life, get back on top of life. And so everything doesn't have to come together the way we already decided it should. Uh, Lose all the pride, fall upon the rock Christ Jesus Uh, But let me also give you some good news. God will take all these things, work them together for our good, that that we would be conformed to the image of Christ Jesus, the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. And the Bible says he's the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So you may have been going through some battles, but I'm here to encourage you today. It's all breaking through. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? What can ever separate us from the love of our Father? Nothing. Shall tribulation, shall stress, or distress, or demons, or famine, or peril, or sword. Yet in all these things, in all these things, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. Keeping the mind of Christ, keeping that perspective keeping that heavenly view, and are you persuaded tonight now to believe that nothing can separate you from God's love? Amen. I've got a word for you today. <clears throat> you know, you've been going through a battle uh, because you're dangerous to the devil and you're dangerous to the powers of hell. And listen, the devil knows greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. But let me tell you, your breakthrough is here. David's mighty men were the toughest, the baddest, the meanest dudes around. Uh, they were so strong. They were so amazing. They were, uh, uh, in some cases, it just seems su- supernatural, like Samson-like strength. And uh, And they lost it all several times over. But these were God's choice warriors. And after many years of fighting through and, listen, going through process after process, shifting to higher places over and over, and shifting and moving and, and transitioning all over the place, there finally came a day when it all came together for them, and David became king of all of Israel, and these men became all that they were called to be in the kingdom and for the kingdom. And I want to give you a word tonight, like David's mighty men, your time has come, and you are very dangerous to the powers of hell. But God is healing our land and unifying his people for a great harvest. Chaos is about to turn into divine order and divine alignment. This is also retaliation by all the forces of evil that are being pushed out. What has been hidden in darkness is coming out into the light. You know, I saw a vision uh, last year. It was much like uh, some of the movie scenes Uh, where they drag a demon or a vampire out into the sunlight and they just explode into fire. That's what the Lord showed me. And I saw many different ones being dragged into the light, uh, revealing their hidden sins. And it was betrayal. And what was betrayal and what was an attack on America the Beautiful was being dragged into the light. And this will be a great season of great exposure and great consequences. Now listen to this prophet. It may not look like that right now, but God is announcing it and declaring it right now. And this will be a no-bummer summer for God's people and many who have positioned themselves against Yahweh, against Jesus, and against His church will now fall into the hands of Almighty God. Hebrews 10.31 says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Amen. The Lord reminded me of a prophetic word I spoke back in 2015 about the rats jumping off the sinking ship, and they were turning on each other and exposing each other. You're about to see much, much more of that, you You've heard the term whistleblower. You haven't seen anything yet. Much like Second Chronicles 20, uh, when the enemies were surrounding Jehoshaphat and they turned on each other, they started killing each other off. That's what's happening right now. A season of exposure and consequences. And there will be a realignment into divine order and the powers of hell cannot stop it. The powers of hell cannot stop it. I saw the powers of hell falling like lightning. I saw discord and division fall like lightning. I saw Satan and the powers of hell all falling like lightning right now. And let me just tell you, God will have his way. Amen. You can't win against God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to change things up right now, and we're going to receive our offering right now. Uh, I believe this is a time, uh, an anointed time, to give to the Lord. Uh, I believe in this time of reformation and recovery, it will impact every area of your life, even your finances. Things will go through major shifting and realignment, but listen, your economy, your economy, and I believe the economy of this nation is going to come roaring back now. Listen to the word of the Lord today. Many will be made very, very wealthy in this new season. Everything is shifting forward for the good. If you have a moment, go back and listen to to the message that I preached last Sunday. I'm sure it's online in multiple places. Go back and listen to that word. It's a very prophetic word about our finances and our financial picture right now. But listen, everything is shifting forward for the good. In Joel chapter 2, it talks about the army of the Lord, or the ecclesia, marching through the land, following the prophetic directives of the voice of the Lord, uh, bringing change, bringing reformation to the land. He says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. The mature ones will dream dreams. The prophetic anointing will abound People will understand God's Word and God's purpose, and revival and reformation will occur. And along with this great reformation is a financial restoration. And as as God continues to do marvels and wonders among His people, uh, restoring lost fortunes, causing the vineyards to become very fruitful to the point where the vats will overflow with new wine, And there shall be more than enough to the point of being completely full and satisfied. What does that mean? Like Thanksgiving full and satisfied (laughs) after a great full Thanksgiving meal. You know, such increase that it'll be greater than the double portion in the first month. You know, a day of undeniable prosperity and blessing from the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord. This is where the Lord is leading his people to a day of greater blessing, greater blessing than you've ever imagined. Everything is shifting and changing in favor of the people of God. And from this point forward, verse 26 in that chapter, it says, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. I believe God is opening the heavens and pouring out blessings so great we can't contain it all. We've preached this message, this, cha- this chapter and verse uh, so many times, but 2 Chronicles 20, 20, it says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Many of you are catching the vision, and I want to thank you for standing with us in supporting what God is doing in this house and in this ministry. And as I shared last week, we're, been, we're beginning to connect with new platforms, new networks, and they want this broadcast on their networks and on their platforms. <clears throat> and so I want to thank you for giving and supporting the ministry of the prophet, Jesus the prophet. God is restoring the prophets in a way now uh, where it, there's power There's relevance, there's a greater impact, a greater prophetic movement than we've ever known, a maturity of the prophetic movement. And I have a message that I'm going to teach, preach prophetically, but I want to give you an opportunity to sow into this anointing of breakthrough for you. I believe in giving when God speaks, when God releases a revelation, that's the time to give. And God has given us a word of encouragement and a word of hope. And as we respond with our gifts of love and our appreciation, with an action from our hearts, and that faith act, that's what's pleasing to the Lord when it comes from our heart. And in doing so, I'm declaring over you, you're going to receive the prophet's reward. And I've I've taught the last three weeks over the prophet's reward. And I just believe this is your time uh, to reap. This is your time to see increase. Amen. Are you ready to pray? Father, I believe you're doing something unique and special for your people. And so, Father, we take what we have, we give it to you, and we ask you to multiply it. We ask you to breathe your breath of life into the seed that's being sown now. And God, I ask you to open the eyes of your people, open their eyes to see, open their ears to hear, that they would give with faith in their hearts, whatever you ask them to give, whatever they feel impressed of you to give. Father, we thank you again for causing us to become a prophetic army of great warriors who walk in the highest levels of blessing just as you demonstrated in Scripture time and time and time again. And Father, we just thank you right now for our obedient hearts that are supporting the work of the Lord here. And Father, we just decree the prophet's reward and blessing over their lives today in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. If you're watching on social media and you want to give, there's a link in the comments section that you can click on and you can give your offering that way. Uh, if you prefer to give by text giving, uh, the number to give by text giving is the number 84321. That's 84321. You just text whatever amount you desire to the number 84321 and uh, and it makes it very easy to be able to give. And remember... There's a promise and a reward to those who give. Whatever God spoke becomes yours. That's part of the prophet's reward. God is restoring. God is healing. God is multiplying. God is working things out. Even though we don't always get to see it, he's at work. He's doing something. And as we give, it comes before God as a memorial, and he redeems our time, and he releases that blessing. Some of you prefer to send your offering by mail, and many of you do, especially when you want to give a sizable gift uh, to help us build uh, the house of, of prophets that God wants to build here, That the school of the prophets, and all that God wants to do uh, in this house here. And so we just thank you for those offerings. You can mail them if you prefer to LifePoint or Marty Layton, either will work, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's Life Point or Marty Layton, my name, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. And it is greatly appreciated and thank you because I believe it is sacred when you give to God. Amen. I also want to invite you to our website, a lifepointchurch.cc, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, church, church, all one word, lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a place where you can give on the website if you choose to do it that way. But listen, there's also a place where you can share your prayer requests, and I call it our prayer wall. And uh, we have so many people that send in prayer requests. I take time every day to pray over your prayer requests and agree with you, and one by one, I called them out before the Lord. We've got many testimonies. I, I got a testimony today of a, of a, a young man that uh, God has called to, uh, to governmental positions, and has been uh, going to school to become an attorney, and uh, just a couple weeks ago, he texted and said he felt. Uh, You know, was questioning, is this what I'm supposed to do or not? Uh, But then this week, everything just came into alignment. Uh, He got an an amazing position uh, to finish his college up, uh, paid, and an amazing position uh, in a governmental uh, influence. I can't give you all the details, uh, but it's an incredible thing that God opened a door for It's something that we've been agreeing in prayer. And and so I want to encourage you, share with us. Uh, Let us agree with you in prayer. Miraculous things are happening for God's people as we agree together in prayer. And so click on the link in the prayer wall and let us agree with you and pray over your situation. Amen. You know, sometimes God will have me send a prophetic word in response to some of these prayer requests. And that prophetic word unlocks even a greater opportunity and and an acceleration from the Lord. Amen. But I want to thank you for trusting me to agree with you in prayer. Amen. I also want to invite you to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. It's always an amazing time uh, in the kingdom, a powerful prophetic service. God is doing great things in our services. Our praise and worship uh, just seems to tear open the heavens, and God shows up and does great things in worship. You know, people are healed in worship, people are delivered in worship, and many powerful prophetic words come forth in worship. and And then I do a strong prophetic teaching, and at the same time, we have a very highly anointed children's ministry. Uh, all ages are being ministered to. And it's not babysitting, it is actual ministry, and uh, it's impacting the next generation. And so I want to invite you to come join us for a service uh, this Sunday, 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Bring somebody who needs to hear from the Lord, or maybe needs a miracle or healing. Uh, And again, you may feel the call to come be a permanent part of this house and help us build what well, God is building right here with LifePoint and with this prophetic ministry. God is moving in a powerful way. And so that's this Sunday at 4 p.m., 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. Amen? Amen. Well, I know that I'm going to have to break this message into two parts, uh, but I believe you're going to receive so much revelation. It's going to help you uh, to really have a right focus, and walk in a greater level of victory. And uh, I title uh, this message, The Battle Before the Breakthrough. The Battle Before the Breakthrough. And throughout the scripture, God took his people through battles and confronting giants and a lion's den and a fiery furnace and on and on right before their greatest breakthroughs. And we have the benefit of hindsight when we read it. Uh, We can see the outcome of the battles. And then in the New Testament, we see Apostle Paul encouraging Timothy, for God's not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the Bible outlines for us who God is and who we are and who our enemy is. And when we come to know God, we begin to see ourselves in him. And then we know who we are. And then we become more successful in overcoming our enemy and all that He is. So listen, God has not given you a spirit of fear or, or timidity. but God's called you to be a warrior. He's given you the warrior spirit just like him. Our God is a warrior. Uh, Exodus 15:3 says, "Our God is a warrior. the Lord is His name." Listen, He's given you His spirit. He is a warrior. He's the greatest warrior of all time, uh, the, uh, uh, the greatest warrior who's never lost. And so that warrior spirit is in you, and you are just like him. It is a spirit of power, dunamis power, it says, in the, is the word in the Greek. Uh, the word dunamis means explosive miracle strength and power and the ability to overcome the enemy. So we are called to look past the picture of what you're seeing at the moment and take God at his word of truth, believe him, and fight the good fight of faith. Now, if you'll understand this simple uh, prescription, if God said it, I believe it, and that settles it no matter what it looks like. Uh, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it no matter what things look like, the longer you walk with the Lord, the stronger you'll get in overcoming the lies of the enemy. If you'll submit to God and His Word, the enemy will flee. <clears throat> the devil is a propaganda artist, he's always publishing, dare I say, wait for it, fake news. <laughs> He's always publishing fake news. Propaganda is part of what he does. He's a liar. Isaiah 59 verse 19, it says, When the enemy comes in, like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. Now, in the, in the original text, there's no punctuation. And so, you have to look at the meaning of the words and i don't have time to get in all to break down all of that tonight but literally what it says is when the enemy comes in if you were to put a punctuation you'd put a comma right there when the enemy comes in comma like a flood god will raise up a standard against him instead we have read it wrongly and we've read when the enemy comes in like a flood god will raise up a standard against him No, the comma goes before like. When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. So look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 briefly with me. We've just got a little bit of time left. 1 Samuel chapter 30, the Bible says that David, the man after God's own heart, served his generation and did all God had for him to do. How many of you want that testimony? <clears throat> Be a man or a woman after God's own heart and served your generation and did all that God had for you to do? At this point in his life, he was at a critical point, and he looked uh, uh his situation just looked absolutely terrible. His future looked absolutely unobtainable. There's no way that could could, could come to pass. His prophecies looked like there was no way they could possibly happen. It was a devastating time in David's life. And let me say, I'm so glad God gives us all the details and doesn't skip over the hard places. Hard times and difficulties are part of the process on the road to possessing of the promises. David is the one who wrote, "'Yea, though I walk through,' the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for you're with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. In other words, if I get off course, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, that that's, uh, has an indication of a personal initiative. You know, sometimes we think we want to do certain things and we convince ourselves it's God to do that. And what ends up happening is we get off course and, God, and David was saying, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God doesn't necessarily want you walking through the valley of the shadow of death. By the way, that's not just a funeral scripture. That is a life scripture, something that we understand. If we get off course, God will correct us and get us back on the path of life and back to the high places in him. <clears throat> so he's not only the God of the good times, but even in our lowest times, he will never leave us. He'll never forsake or abandon us. A brighter day is always ahead. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter every day. That's what Scripture says. So First Samuel 30, verses 1 through 10, it says, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day. This was their home. This was their camp. This is their, their little city that they had developed. It says, On the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and and, Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. And they did not kill anyone, surprisingly, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. They didn't know at that point that they were taken captive All they knew was everything was burned to the ground, and their families were gone. Then David and all the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. Have you ever cried that way? Have you ever cried to the point where you just have nothing else to cry? I mean, you've cried all you can cry. I've been at that place. And uh, this is where David... Listen, David didn't just go through this. All of them went through this. And David had two wives... Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, and they had been taken captive. And David was greatly distressed, for the people, his men, spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people were grieved, and every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I call that the test of a king. Listen, when you go through difficulties, encourage yourself in the Lord. I'm telling you, face God and trust Him. So David is at his lowest point, and he encourages himself. And he remembered what God had promised, and then went to God, poured out his heart, and David's men uh, turned on him at their turning point, and they lost everything. They all lost everything. Uh, They were at a turning point, and they turned on David, but David turned to God. In verse 6, it says, David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved and every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. So he encourages himself. You have to learn, no matter what it looks like, encourage yourself. Go to God. There's always a battle right before the breakthrough. There's always a darkness right before the dawn. There's always something the enemy fires at you right before you cross the line into the new. Verse 7, David says to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the linen ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David, and so David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? He didn't even know if his guys were with him or not. He was saying, me. And God answered, listen, God never left him or his mighty men. God spoke the prophetic word to him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail, so key, without fail, recover all. You know, I'm prophesying to you, this is a summer of recovery and restoration. You're going to see it. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, I'm decreeing and declaring to you by the word of the Lord today, full restoration of all that was lost. You will, without fail, pursue. And you will, without fail, overtake. And you will, without fail, recover all. See, David had to see it for himself first so that he could see it for his whole troop. You're going to recover it all. You're going to recover all your joy, all your peace, all your family, all your stuff, all your business, all your finances, all your purpose, all your abundant life, all your relationships, all your setup for your future. Hear the word of the Lord today. Without fail, you will recover all verse 9 so david went he and his 600 men who were with him and they came to the brook besor i'm not going to get into the definition of that where those stayed uh who were left behind but david pursued and 400 he and 400 men so they left 200 200 stayed behind uh who were so weary they could not cross the brook besor <coughs> now some people are just going to, they're not going to be able to go the distance, but that's okay. We don't judge them. We don't condemn them. We bless them. Verse 18. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. David rescued his two wives. There was nothing lacking them, either great or small, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that they had taken from them. David, without fail, recovered all. He He fulfilled that word from God. Then David took all the flocks and the herds that they had driven before those other other livestock, and David said, this is David's spoil. I love David. Uh, He wasn't arrogant or cocky, but he was very firm and confident in who he was in Christ, who he was in God. You need to be okay with being confident. Confidence is not arrogance. He said, this is David's spoil. Remember when he took Jerusalem? He said, this is the city of me. This is the city of David. There's nothing wrong with that kind of confidence. It wasn't arrogance. It was confidence. God promised me this. God prophesied this, and now I have it. God, you did this. This is mine. <clears throat> and so he said, this is David's spoil. Listen, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and, forever. and Malachi prophesied, I am the Lord and I change not. This is the ziklag before Zion. Again, the test of a king. The test of a king. Why do I call it that? It was at that exact same moment in time that King Saul died in battle and all of his sons and Israel's throne was now vacated at the exact same moment in time. Shortly thereafter, David would sit upon that, same, that very same throne, just as Samuel prophesied. But David faces the greatest battle before the greatest breakthrough. And God used that very moment to draw David closer to him. In the midst of this, what is really on the inside of you? I want you to draw near to me. Even when the whole world turns on you, turn to me. The battle before the breakthrough. Listen, I'm just scratching the surface right now, but many of you need to hear this. God wants you to rise up from the ashes. He wants to give you beauty for your ashes. He wants you to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He wants you to put on the oil of joy instead of mourning. But you need to realize you are the warrior. You are a warrior. Let the weak say, I am strong, I am a warrior stir up the gifts of god within you pray in the spirit pray over our nation your prayer counts pursue overtake recover all that was lost the devil's no match for you the devil had no right or, no, or authority to steal from you from the start and today we're taking it back we're taking it all back we may have had to face some battles but that's the precursor to the breakthrough the greater the battle the greater the victory and the greater the spoils of war amen you know i pray today that you are edified and that you are encouraged and that you understand that god is setting you up for a greater blessing right now it's not the size of the battle It's not the size of the enemy, it's the size of your God. And I'm telling you, how big is your God? He is so great. He is so mighty. That's why David had to say in the midst of being chased down as a fugitive, he had to say, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. In other words, I'm not going to magnify the battle I'm not going to magnify the attack. I'm not going to magnify my enemy. I'm not going to magnify all the wrong things. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And he was training up his men to stand with him and magnify the Lord. Come on. Magnify the Lord. I want you to be encouraged today. You're in a great big setup for a great big blessing. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you again for standing with us. Thank you for praying for this house. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for all that you're doing for the kingdom of God. And listen, we are, we are supporting so many things right now. We're doing so many uh, wonderful things in the kingdom, uh, but I want to encourage you. It's you. I just get to be in this position it's the way God chose to do it. Uh, but it's us together. We're standing together in unity. We're moving mountains in the kingdom of God for the people of God. Amen. And I want to invite you again one more time to join us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at Life Point Church. It's going to be powerful. This month I'm calling the month of May uh, is a heart for the house. This is what this month is all about. God's been speaking to me about the people of God plugging back into church for real this time. Now, the pandemic has done a number on a lot of people. It's set up a wrong mentality, but we're going to allow the Spirit of God to give us a heart for His house again. And that's what we're going to start ministering on this Sunday, 4 p.m. at LifePoint Church at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a powerful month. This Sunday is Communion Sunday. Uh, come join us at the table of the Lord and receive a refreshing and empowerment and an impartation by the Spirit of God. Amen. I also want to extend a great big thank you to Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is an amazing and an awesome man of God, and he's continually blessing this house, continually blessing uh, LifePoint and Speak Life. He's a sponsor of this show, Speak Life, and he has made uh, this podcast and this broadcast able to launch and able to take off the way it has uh, because of his generosity. And he makes available uh, to this audience some great products on both of his websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. .com mypillow.com is all the 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 towels the bedding uh the pillows all the good stuff uh in that regard and then mystore.com is all american products and and that's actually where you get this the coffee um, my coffee let's make sure i get that in the in the frame properly my coffee i drink it every day it's great you're going to love it it's organic there's no aftertaste it's so good uh, but uh, everything Mike does, he does with excellence. And uh, and so he's offering uh, discounts to our audience at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Use the promo code Marty, my first name, and you'll receive deep discounts on everything you purchase. Uh, I just got the MyPillow 2.0. It's really, believe me when I tell you it's amazing. Uh, it'll help you to sleep. Uh, sleep is all about uh, uh the comfort and uh, the height of your head. And I'm uh, tell you, this thing keeps you, it, you don't have to flip the pillow to get it cooled down. It's new technology. And it, it, this pillow has made a difference for me. And so mypillow.com, use the promo code Marty. There's also a dedicated number for this audience, which is 800-859-2938. It's on your screen right now. Remember to tell the operator you want to use the promo code Marty uh, and receive that deep discount. Amen. Amen. Well, this is a great opportunity uh, for me to remind you uh, that you can always watch the show live every Friday night at 7 7, 7 p.m. Central Time uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble and again we're we're uh in communication with uh, many other platforms and networks now uh where we're going to be able to put these out there uh, and, and really get the word out to millions more in some cases hundreds of millions more uh but I want to invite you to invite others uh to tune in every Friday night at seven p m central time and uh it, Please help us to grow the platform, grow the ministry. And uh, we're really making a difference. Amen. Also, if you like podcasts, uh, check us out on iTunes and Spotify, uh, the Charisma Podcast Network. By the way, there's amazing stuff on that network. Uh, but, or wherever you get your podcasts, you're going to find us. But please take a moment. Give us a great review. I, I'm asking you to give us a five-star review, believe it or not. Uh, that helps us with the algorithms uh, online so that people, more people, can uh, discover our podcast. So look for us, give us a great five star review. Uh, remember on social media, all the platforms uh, Facebook, Getter, uh, YouTube, Truth, Twitter, Rumble, Instagram, all of them, Telegram, Parlor. Just look for me at, at Marty Layton uh follow the follow the uh platforms follow me on there uh subscribe do whatever you need to do to stay updated with us and uh I appreciate you uh coming and and being a part even though some of you are in other parts of the world some of you are in other parts of the nation uh but thank you for tuning in and being a part of Speak Life. Proverbs 1821 declares the tongue. Your tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so I want to encourage you, always speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Leighton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.